Be inspired, supported, and empowered. This is the Global Healthy Living Foundation Podcast Network. Most medications for psoriasis, once you start them, whether they be topical or biologic, they will work for an undetermined amount of time. It just seems to be whatever your body accepts it is. And then suddenly you'll start noticing either breakthrough or it feels like it stopped working completely just all of a sudden. Hello, and welcome to Getting Clear on Psoriasis. I'm your host, David Brandt, and I've been living with psoriasis for more than 30 years. In this podcast series, we bring you stories about different people's experiences with psoriasis and hear from medical professionals who treat the condition every day. Our goal is to offer tools and resources to help you manage your psoriasis, seek out the best treatment options, and live a more full and productive life. This podcast is for general information purposes only and should not be substituted for medical advice. Please consult your own medical professional with any questions regarding medical condition, advice, diagnosis, or treatment. I grew up working on a horse farm. Around 2001, I started to notice scaling around a small area on my right arm. I went to several doctors in Florida where I was living at the time They thought the bruises on my skin were caused by an allergy related to hay, straw, or grain. I mean, working on a horse farm makes sense, right? The fourth doctor I saw finally got it right, what I had with psoriasis. My experience is the same for many others who bounce around from doctor to doctor, searching for one who can properly diagnose the condition and treat it with the right medication. And for people like Tammy Soretti, That means a lot of different prescriptions. I was never prescribed a biologic until I was diagnosed with psoriatic arthritis in 2008. Up until then, it was all topicals, lotions and creams and shampoos and more lotions and more creams and steroids and non-steroids and stuff that I could use on my eyelids and stuff I could use on my feet and my elbows and then different stuff I could use on my scalp. So I had a whole medicine cabinet full of prescriptions, and it would take an hour to get them all on. Dermatologist Dr. Mona Gohara describes what she calls a therapeutic treatment ladder for psoriasis. At the bottom of the therapeutic ladder are topical ointments and creams. These generally fall in the category of topical steroids. Steroids have different strengths. And so we offer different strengths based on body location to help decrease the inflammation. There are also vitamin D derivatives that we can use in a cream form and different vitamin A derivatives, all of which in their cream or ointment form can be helpful in the treatment of psoriasis. So the first thing is topical medication. The next rung on the treatment ladder is phototherapy. When somebody has psoriasis, a very effective way to treat it is to put them in a light box in our offices. This is a controlled setting of ultraviolet light therapy to help to reduce the inflammation and actually often put people in remission for periods of time. Then comes the heavy artillery, the targeted medications, which include oral pills and injectable biologics. And they're kind of like the tippy top of the psoriatic treatment ladder. Psoriasis is an immune-mediated condition that's coming from our immune system and the interaction of different players within our immune system. 
And these biologics actually work at the level of the immune system to block those interactions. These can be incredibly effective and can really transform somebody's life. These medications can be a game changer. But it's important to have realistic expectations about timing. As dermatologist Dr. Joel Gelfand says, these medications don't produce results right away. Most of our treatments could take some time to work, especially seeing a full benefit from treatment. So patients should expect that we'll need to wait about four to eight weeks to have a starting of a response, but sometimes as much as four to six months to see an optimal response to treatment. And the waiting game can be discouraging, as psoriasis patient Vicki Wilkerson discovered. I didn't know anything about biologics at the time. I really didn't know anything about the drugs, and I'm like, oh, this is going to work. I mean, it's just going to work. It's going to clear me, and I'm going to be good to go. And it made it harder on me when it failed, when it did not work. And it sent me on like a little downward spiral. Melissa Witham-Voss is a professional chef from Waukegan, Illinois. She says most patients try to be upbeat about a new medication and want to believe it's going to help them. You want to give it as much positive vibes as you can, but at the same token, it's kind of stuck in the back of your head of when is this going to quit. And you usually tend to plan a plan B with your physicians. Like, okay, once this drug doesn't do what it's doing now, what are we going to do then? So you sort of have like an A and a B plan. That's usually when it's time to change things up, says dermatologist Dr. Mark Lebwald. If someone has extensive psoriasis, meaning more than 10% body surface area, topical therapies start to become impractical. If they have psoriasis that simply is refractory to topical therapies or involves areas of the body that are problematic, such as the hands and feet, where the psoriasis can be very painful, can interfere with day-to-day functions of life, or if it involves the face, for example, or severely involves the scalp. Those are areas where I would say, we've got to get you in control. We've got to use treatments that work quickly. And this makes you a candidate for systemic therapy and for biologic therapy. Dr. Lebwall says that psoriasis can often lead to psoriatic arthritis. And that's something your doctor needs to know about. Many of them, by the way, won't even tell you about joint pains. And that's a critical question, which I ask every patient when I first see them, because if they have psoriatic arthritis, it has a big impact on the treatment I'm going to give them. My psoriasis started on my right arm and stayed there for years. But then I started noticing extreme flaking on my scalp, and it eventually showed up under my fingernails. So that's another tricky aspect of psoriasis. It doesn't always stay in one place. It can be a moving target, showing up in sensitive places like under the arms or in the genital area. And as we heard from Dr. Joel Gelfan, patients may see positive results on a certain medication, but their quality of life can continue to suffer. Some patients may have, say, a 70% reduction in their body surface area and flaking of psoriasis, and they may be delighted with that. And if they're happy and they feel like they have no more symptoms of psoriasis that are bothersome, and they feel like they go about living a normal life, well, then we could probably stay on that course of treatment. But if the patient feels like they're still bothered by their disease, they still think about it a lot, still embarrassed by it, or they have to alter their activities, like they don't want to go swimming or get their hair cut, 
then we should think about using sonatoscopy more effective than not achieving an optimal response. Dr. Gelfand says one of the best things a patient can do for themselves is be proactive. Talk to the doctor. Let them know what's going on with your psoriasis symptoms, the good and the bad. I think it's really important for the patients to advocate for themselves and make sure their clinicians are aware of what's going on with their physical and emotional health. Because all of us are here doing this work because we want to help people live their best lives and their healthiest lives. And so if people feel like they're struggling emotionally related to their skin disease, we need to know that information. It's like a vital sign for us. And the first thing we're going to try and do is figure out, well, do I need to adjust the treatment to get your skin clearer to help with some of the burdens that you're dealing with? Treating psoriasis with any degree of success involves a partnership between patients and their physicians. That partnership can only work if there's honest and open communication about a patient's condition, both the physical and the emotional. Tammy Cerati says it's easy to let frustration and even despair take over, but she's committed to staying optimistic. Don't get discouraged. Don't lose hope because they're coming out with more things every day and they're learning new things every day. So there's always gonna be something to switch it out for. Unfortunately, it can take a lot of time. It's worth it in the end. In the next episode of Getting Clear on Psoriasis, we talk about what happens once your doctor prescribes a biologic to treat your psoriasis. I had an auto injector and they said, you need to inject in your thigh. That hurt. <laughs> and I would sit there in the bathroom and I would hold that auto injector on my thigh and I would be like, okay, I'm gonna do it at the count of three. One, two, and I would be in there for an hour. That's coming up on Getting Clear on Psoriasis. If you like what you've heard, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and write a positive review. It will help spread the word to more people who might be in need of support. And if you know someone living with psoriasis, be sure to tell them about this podcast. As always, we welcome your feedback. So send us an email to psoriasis at ghlf.org. Until next time, I'm David Brandt. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is made possible with support from Walgreens and Alliance Rx, Walgreens Prime, sponsors of the Global Healthy Living Foundation. Be inspired, supported, and empowered. This is the Global Healthy Living Foundation Podcast Network.